0: Good morning, this is Brian all. On our series of experts travel shows with Robert Q. Travel, we're providing the very latest on popular destinations, many that include travel right from London. Their travel advice is unmatched, and you're going to hear a lot of that on the show today, pre-departure information. They offer outstanding travel options and very competitive pricing, all at one destination in and of itself – Robert Q. Travel. Many are already booking for 2019. Destinations for the holidays in December. Why not get the most desirable resorts and adventure trips locked for the university and college study weeks, March break? And we thought the timing was ideal to offer these helpful travel tips from someone who offers them every day. Travel specialist Kelly Balderston from Robert Q. Travel. Bottom line is the more you know, the smoother your trip will go.
1: Absolutely. We spend a lot of time with our clients trying to plan that perfect vacation. They've saved for a long time and are looking forward to that adventure. But there's also lots of things that we can talk about and discuss and inform them that makes that whole experience much smoother.
0: And a lot of the pre-departure, it's surprising, almost shocking that some people try to cut time and they try to cut
1: cost. Absolutely. I think one of the biggest discussions we have after we've planned the vacation, everything is booked and those tickets come in usually 28 days prior to your departure to your that dream island is what time should I be at the airport? And it's a discussion that um, always has some resistance because, uh, as per nature, we don't like to wait. Mm-hmm. But three hours for an international flight is a must. And, you know, people will say, well, can I go with less time? Well, there's so many factors that are involved that that three hours is really important. Two
0: options. One is Airbus.
1: You can take our Airbus, make sure you have lots of time, um, especially when the winter's coming. So, you know, we run 24 hours a day, 12 routes a day to Toronto and a few less to Detroit. So it's seamless. We take care of it all. So we get you there. We want at least three hours.
0: You often, though, if it's, we'll just use Pearson as an example, we will stay over in Toronto the night before so that you're there, you're up and you're good and early.
1: Absolutely. I stress that to anyone, especially if they have those early 6 a.m. international flights to the to the Caribbean, is go the night before. You know, our Airbus will actually drop you off at several of the Toronto Airport hotels. But at least if we have that unexpected snowfall, which can happen and which can even delay our buses, you're in Toronto. It's fairly easy to get from uh, the hotel to the airport.
0: One of the reasons why we're doing this show and giving these um, always timely pre-departure tips is because this is the busiest time of the year for you.
1: It is, absolutely. This is our prime season. As Canadians, we spend... Several months in the winter, and it is everybody's desire just to have that one week away in paradise. So this is when it's starting to get busy for us. And, you know, the airports are getting busier, especially with the holiday time coming. Um, You know, not only are people visiting family and friends across Canada, but lots of people are wanting to get away. So you want to make sure you take into consideration all those things to try to make it as seamless and stress-free as possible.
0: And our listeners may be surprised to hear that availability isn't always what they think it is for March break, for example, or the study weeks.
1: No, we're seeing the study weeks, absolutely. The two busiest, and I'm always surprised that people find it surprising, Christmas and New Year's are the two busiest weeks for people to want to get away. Follow that by the reading week, the university reading week. That mm. also straddles family day, so people need a little bit less um, Uh, vacation time. But that also is President's Day in the United States. So it's not just Canadians you're competing against, you're also competing against the American clientele in in the islands in Mexico. And then, of course, March break.
0: When it comes to these always timely pre-departure tips, do people ask enough questions?
1: They do. um, That's why we like to have the face-to-face conversations with our clients, because that's when it comes up. You know, when you're working over the internet or that you you really don't have someone to answer those questions. And in our office, we're lucky enough to be in an industry that Robert Q. Staff gets to travel a lot. So we have a lot of experience, and we love to pass on our experience and tips because we've been there and done that. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, let's talk about food. What can we bring on the plane? What can't we bring on the plane? What are the rules now that most airlines follow?
1: Well, after we talk about the three hours, we then have the question, what can I bring on in my carry-on? And in your carry-on, I we will. I'll say to anyone: first, check with the airline. Carry-on size and weight is not consistent airline to airline; it varies. It also varies depending on the type of aircraft. If you're flying a little Dash Eight or Dash Ten from London to Toronto, they don't have overhead c- mm-hmm. space, so they're going to put your carry-on underneath. Um, in your carry-on, I always stress to people: only take what you need on the plane. Take your book, your your uh, iPad, um, maybe some snacks. Uh, you can bring on snacks on the plane. I know people are always surprised to hear that, but with most of the airlines not feeding you anymore, bring your snacks. You just can't take those uh, the fruit and meat off the plane at destination. Like
0: some people look like they've gone into the garage to find things.
1: Oh, absolutely. Right. Some of um, the carry-on sizes are amazing. I think it's because the industry, they're now charging for checked luggage for a lot of Um, Now even some international flights, people are trying to cut corners by bringing it on the plane and um, it's getting crowded. Mm -hmm.
0: And why cut corners when you want and you've earned this opportunity because you've put your heart and soul and dollars and cents into this, what hopefully will be a memorable vacation, by trying to cut $50 here and there, just have the airlines look after your luggage
1: i I'm of that belief, um I hate having to carry it around for the three hours in the airport, you know, behind me while I sit in a restaurant waiting for my flight. It's just much easier for them to put it underneath and just take care of it because really people think it's a time saver a lot of times because they don't have to wait for that luggage to come around the carousel. Well, if you're in Toronto airport, by the time you've walked from the gate and gone through customs and to the luggage carousel, it's there when you get there.
0: Forever, there have been the signs of the airport's baggage looks alike. Do you have some tips on how to identify your bag quickly as it's coming down?
1: Well, actually, Robert Q now sells a full line of luggage, and we have some great – we carry both Hayes and Lug, both great Canadian-made brands. They come in the most colorful, Interesting patterns, and it's amazing. You can Um, spot them
0: before they come off the plane. (laughs) You can.
1: And if you still have an old black Samsonite, like I do have a set downstairs, then luggage straps are great. You know, bright, colorful. I have ones that have big Canadian flags on them. Um, Colorful tags. But really make sure that you have your luggage and it is yours. Um, We have had stories of people even on our bus coming from Detroit and getting home and realizing they've picked up the wrong bag. Mm -hmm. Um, It's very difficult to take that bag back across the border
0: now we've talked about bringing on the bags how about bringing on the food
1: the food you can bring food and snacks on because again i said the flights will not feed you they will give you a drink um, a non-alcoholic drink a coffee Uh, so yeah if you're especially if you're traveling with children bring on your snacks so that uh, because some of the costs on the plane for food is is quite expensive let's
0: expand a little bit more on traveling with children what advice do you offer
1: Well, again, make sure you're there in lots of time. Make sure you have a buffer. Um, Traveling with children, traveling is stressful enough, but having young ones, it can be even more difficult. But it can also be a great experience. And flying is so much different now than it was, say, when I took my son the first time to Europe at 18 months. You know, now we do have iPads. We have entertainment. We have everything you need. Um, Again, just if you're traveling with small infants, they might be in your lap. Um, just be prepared for that.
0: Mm-hmm. I won't mention the airline, but when I went up to the counter, they said, you know, you should probably go to the section where you get more leg room, and they upsold me. And and I'm, I'm appreciative of that. That's also something to keep in mind if you're, like Brian, pretty tall.
1: Absolutely, and that's something in the discussion when we book our trips, seat selection. These are all the little things that people don't think about. They are just thinking it's just a... Process of picking a hotel, picking an island, and that's it. Seats are different on every t- aircraft, so uh, most airlines are now charging for seat selection. But again, an extra fifty dollars for someone that is tall to have a little bit of comfort on that three and a half hours is amazing.
0: And the airlines are not pretending; they're putting more seats on these planes.
1: They are putting more seats on the planes, and they're It's also again not a consistent um, thing. I had a client say, "Well." We had friends, and the seats were narrower, so when they came back, they, they purchased seats in the back, and it wasn't a matter that the seats are narrower in different sections of the plane. It actually was a different type of plane. Mm-hmm. So the seat width, it differs from plane to plane and from company to company.
0: And I love people online saying, you need 16A on the 747. They, they're helping each other out there.
1: Absolutely. Um, 16 actually on a lot of aircrafts is an exit row, <laughs> and um, just but also to take into consideration, if you are going on a very long flight on some of these exit rows, the seats don't recline. so it's you might a benefit of extra leg room. you might have a little less sleep. Mm-hmm.
0: Now we need documentation with us, of course, passport. take the extra time, get it all done well in advance.
1: Make sure your passport is valid whenever it's, again, probably one of the first things we ask, um, what is your name as it appears on your passport might be different than the name you go by on a day-to-day basis. Uh, We need to know it exact because for entrance into the U.S., they do want your middle name now. Um, Make sure your passport is valid. Every country is different. Uh, It's not a standard. Some require your passport to be valid until the day you depart. Some want three months, some want six months. Mm -hmm. So that's something you need to look into. Um, I always tell anybody, if they have any questions about a country, passport validity, um, health standards, whether you need vaccinations, the Canadian government has an amazing website. And it's travel.gc.ca. And it is a wealth of information for people pre-departure. Um, Like I said, it has passport validity. It also even has sections, um, safety tips for women traveling or tips for people traveling with children. Um, If you are actually traveling without your spouse, uh, the parent, the parent, other parent of your child, you will need um, a document saying you have permission to take the child out of the country. All that is on that site.
0: So you've taken the time to get all of that documentation. You get it to your destination and then you should look after it there.
1: Absolutely. Um, Your passport is, make sure it is in a nice, safe place. Most resorts will have a safe. Also make sure before you go, you leave a copy of your passport at home so that if something does happen to it, it will aid in trying to expedite a return. Have
0: you ever had anybody lose their documentation on site and, and then had challenges getting home?
1: Not me, myself personally, but it does happen. And if you have that inside cover page with every. all the information, it aids. If you have nothing, then they have to start from scratch in the embassy in the country you're in, and it can be quite a...
0: This very helpful pre-departure tip list is going to be especially helpful depending on what part of the world that you're traveling in. And we'll talk about that and then connect it to currency and the currency exchange and uh, specific tips for specific countries. All that and more coming up with Kelly Balderston from Robert Q Travel. Here's their toll-free number to find out what's available for the the coming months. And it is definitely not too soon to be thinking about 2019, uh, winter travel and the study weeks and the March break 6001 We're focusing in on pre-departure tips here that are really timeless and you can get more travel tips at robertq.com. For information is power and the more you know, the smoother your trip will go. We've talked about carry-on luggage and the size and the weight and how people seem to bring, you know, most of their home down the aisle and uh, why not just take the stress away because that's so key. Like enjoy the vacation the moment you leave home.
1: And actually, we do find um, that your vacation does start as soon as you leave your house. And that whole process, if it goes well, it affects the whole vacation. And if it goes poorly, it can taint a a, a fabulous vacation because it didn't start off well.
0: Let's give another shout-out to Airbus. They get you to both terminals in Toronto.
1: Absolutely. We run 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Um, Our buses are beautiful. They're comfortable. They're clean. Um, our drivers are fantastic. And take the stress out of it. Let us take you. You know, then you're not worrying about the 401, the traffic, the construction, trying to find parking, trying to get that shuttle to to the um, to the terminal from the parking lot. It's, it's easy.
0: Mm. How does our list of pre-departure tips change when it's a cruise at the other end?
1: Cruising is a little bit different. It's a little bit of a different animal. Um, If you're looking at a seven-day cruise, a seven-day cruise really isn't a seven-day cruise. You have to add probably on an eighth day because the one thing you do not want to do, you do not want to go on a cruise the day it departs. Um, I have seen it many times um, in my office where I have clients going on a cruise and all of a sudden you see in the winter months their flight being delayed Mm -hmm. and delayed and delayed. And unfortunately, that ship is on a very tight schedule and just can't sit and wait for you if there's a storm.
0: So when some clients have said, "Sorry Kelly, but no choice, we have to just kind of get to the gangplank." You're saying, "No, I uh, highly recommend that you allow that 12 to 24 hour window."
1: Absolutely. You need to go in the day before, but if you if you can't, if it's impossible, then that's when you want to make sure that you have the proper travel insurance that covers interruption insurance that will help get you to that first port if you miss the ship.
0: How does it work if there are delays? Are you now into a system or a a mechanism that you can text those who are in transit?
1: We, at times, a lot of times we are in contact with our clients in destination. We'd like to have cell phone numbers if they have them on and, you know, they're contacting us. Again, the nice thing with Robert Q is if there is a a, a huge um, emergency, a travel emergency because of our air department, Airbus department we you can contact us twenty four hours a day, so if there is if I had a client in destination that had lost a passport, time change it was imperative that it they contact me at two in the morning. Our Airbus department will contact
0: us. so another example of they've booked the vacation, but really, your job has just begun
1: absolutely. We are from the beginning planning stages to the booking stages right through until they've they're traveling and even post travel. Having a travel agent and going on vacation and if something goes wrong, having a travel agent as an advocate post-travel is very important. We have a very good chain of command with our great travel partners that have been on air with me so that if there is a part problem, we can contact them and have it.
0: On previous shows, we've talked about the popular eyes, Iceland, Italy, and Ireland, but from London, Ontario, or the greater London area, Cuba really is at the top of the list.
1: Cuba is uh, Canada's playground, absolutely a favourite. It's an absolutely incredible country with amazing people. And we have two flights uh, going starting in December, late December, going to Cayo Coco on Tuesdays and Veradero on Thursdays. So why not start your trip here and you know, have an amazing vacation on the beach.
0: But there are some things we need to know about travel to Cuba.
1: Cuba is unlike a lot of the other islands. It is a communist country. Um, They have a couple of rules. Um, One of the rules going into Cuba is you have to have valid travel medical insurance and have proof of it. Um, So that's one thing we make sure people have before they go, because if you do get asked when you get there, you will have to purchase it there. I'm not positive on what the cost is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, also, when you're traveling to Cuba, make, they do also run on a different electrical system than we do. It's a 220, not a 110, so you'll need adapters. That's very important. Sometimes people don't realize before they go.
0: And imagine somebody going to Cuba and they can't use their phone.
1: <laughs> well, exactly. Well, in, in Cuba, texting is almost non-existent um, because of their rules. Uh, I always say to people, when you're going to Cuba, you are going off the grid. Leave everything at home because you're going to have very little contact. Most of the hotels have Wi-Fi, um, and I want everybody just to remember dial-up because that's about the Mm. quality you're getting. It's not like traveling in North America. So
0: So it's not not just old cars in Havana then?
1: No. So don't be disappointed because we'll have people that want to be in contact with work, things like that. I'll always say to them – If anybody needs you while you're in Cuba, have them call me. I will find you.
0: And you probably follow that advice up with, is it entirely a bad thing to be off the grid when you're on vacation?
1: I have lots of people that come back and say, that was amazing. I didn't check my Facebook or my Twitter at all during the vacation. (laughs) So it's fabulous. But it is unique to Cuba. The other thing I always warn people, Cuba has a shortage of paper products. It's not a bad idea to throw some Kleenex and toilet paper and take it in your beach bag because... When you go to public areas, it can be a little bit of an issue.
0: Thousands of people just went, really?
1: It's always a surprise. And I remember my first vacation, my daughter was very young. And the, our representative at the resort just said, you know, just take it with you. And it's not a big deal if you have it in your beach bag. It's a big deal if you don't.
0: Another tip you probably <laughs> don't find online. We'll kind of jump all over the place. If you're going to parts of the world that we've had the pleasure of of highlighting, especially these adventure cruises, what about vaccinations?
1: Vaccinations um, are a discussion we have all the time i am not a medical expert again i direct people to the travel.gc.ca website or to the london travel clinic we have a couple of areas in town that have experts in vaccinations for different countries the only thing i will stress that if you're going to a country that may require vaccinations, you need to have a lot of leeway. Some of these vaccinations need to be done six months in advance. So it's not something you can wake up tomorrow and say, I want to go to parts Mm -hmm. of Africa next month. You need a little bit of lead time on some of that.
0: I know you're not a doctor, but I will ask you this. Some people have some great difficulty coming in from 34,000 feet with ears, the ear issue. Have you heard a reliable source how we can maybe remedy that?
1: That's different for everybody has a different problem with that. Um, I remember, again, traveling with my son, uh, drinking while flying, while going up and down helps to alleviate ear pressure. Some people say earplugs work well, chewing gum. I say just have an arsenal of a whole bunch of stuff and see what works best for you.
0: How does things change in terms of our pre-departure timeless list when you're a single person?
1: Really, it's it's pretty much the same Thanks. for a single or a double. Um, I think you have to be prepared and make sure you're, you're, you're you are prepared. I just think if you're traveling single, just making sure someone at home knows where you are at all times, um, and that and that you do have some a little bit of contact to make sure that they know you are there and safe. Um, again, also that travel always go back to travel.gc.ca. There's also an area where you can register where you are with the Canadian government. And that's a great um, source, especially if you're going to areas that have maybe a little bit of political uh, instability or going actually this time of year. It's still hurricane season. So if you're going south, just to register, you know, with the Canadian government that you'll be visiting Cuba just so they know you're there if a disaster happens.
0: Something you touched on earlier, travel insurance. It's important to have and, again, more important given the destination you choose to travel to.
1: Absolutely. And if you're doing adventure travel, they will not even let you on their tours without having very good travel insurance. Um, but I'll also say when people come in and ask about travel insurance, there's many factors of travel insurance. There's cancellation insurance, which covers you for the cost of your trip if you have to cause, cancel before you depart. You have interruption insurance, which is, covers you for anything from the minute you leave your house and while you're on vacation, so if there's a, um, a car accident on the 401, you don't make your flight, it'll cover that. It also covers you if a loved one is sick, they'll bring you home. Then there's baggage insurance, and then there's medical insurance. And they're all different factors of what we call travel insurance. So it's understanding what you have and what you need. And a lot of people will say, but I have it on my credit card. Yeah. I think they'll. we've had so many sad instances where people have said, I have it on my credit card, and then they realize they only have $1,500 coverage per person. If you think you have coverage on your credit card, make sure you know beforehand to make sure you're covered.
0: So bottom line is check your current carrier and see what available insurance you have now and then read the small print and read it twice and then investigate alternatives.
1: Absolutely, because I think the product that we sell as a travel agent is very very comprehensive, incredible insurance, very different than what you can get on a credit card. So just make sure you're covered because, uh, you know, again, we have seen it, people that have their dream trip purchased and then all of a sudden something unexpected happens, somebody ends up in the hospital and they have to cancel, and, you know, they're young. Mm -hmm. I really see it in people, you know, in their 30s, 40s, 50s. Nothing will ever
0: happen to me.
1: Right. Um, As we get older, we become much more aware that things can happen. So they say no I'm going on vacation no matter what, and then something happens, you end up in the hospital, and then you realize you are not covered.
0: One of the best pieces of advice we can offer is book early. Like, have this conversation with you and your team at Robert Q. Travel now for pretty much any time in 2019.
1: Absolutely. The earlier you can book, the better. We have more options. People will always come in and ask about last-minute deals. Last-minute is what is left over. That's what it is. And if you're traveling with, especially with a family, and you need four seats, seven seats, 10 seats, book early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, come in and start it. I also say half of the fun of vacationing is planning the vacation and the anticipation before you go. That's as much fun as the vacation itself.
0: The earlier you book, the more dreamy the dream vacation will be.
1: Absolutely. And it takes the stress out of it because it gives you time to plan and to focus and make sure that you have all your your bases covered. Nothing is worse, and I see it when I do travel, people that are unprepared and they're in destination and they're scrambling because they haven't done a little bit of research on things like electricity or where they want to see. And they spend all their time trying to plan when they're there, when if they spend a little bit of time beforehand, it's covered.
0: And we probably couldn't fit the people in our studio here who've come back to you upon arrival from their destination and said, thank you for those tips because it did take the stress away.
1: Absolutely. And we're there to give you the tips of travel, but also make sure that your trip, whether it's to the Caribbean or to Europe or to Asia, that we take care of the flights. We'll make sure we have somebody waiting at the airport for you to take you to that first hotel after a 15-hour flight, which is absolutely fabulous. Instead of trying to find out whether the taxi is going to get you there we'll take care of the hotels we'll even take care of day tours just so that you don't have to worry and scramble and try to find it when you're there
0: and take some paper products to cuba who knew
1: it's it is a big thing in cuba it's, it's some it's it always gets a chuckle when we talk about it but people come back and say you know what you're right,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of the expertise you'll get from Robert Q Travel. Give them a call 1-888-221-6001, uh, locally at four five one forty one twenty, and be sure and talk to Kelly and her team at Robert Q Travel. Always a pleasure, and we'll have you back in a while. Right, and have a great weekend.